Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I won't let my body outweigh Outweigh everything that I'm made of Won't spend my life trying to change I'm learning to love who I am I am strong, I feel free I know every part of me is beautiful And I will always outweigh If you feel it, put your hands in the air Show some love to the new while you're there Let's take it one day at a time Cause you and I outweigh Happy Saturday, Outweigh fam. Amy here, and it's just gonna be me solo for this episode. I'm gonna start off with an email that Lisa and I got, though. You can always email us. We love hearing from you. Hello at outweighpodcast.com. And a fellow listener, So just like you listening right now, Sarah sent this in and I thought I want to read this email on the podcast as encouragement for others listening. And Sarah is the reason why we do this podcast. You listening right now, that is why we do this. I assume maybe you're taking in our episodes hopefully over the weekend if you need it or maybe one day during the week when you're on a walk, but It's just that one sliver of encouragement throughout the week. Hopefully you have multiple slivers of encouragement happening and coming from different resources and places and people, but outweigh like our hope, Lisa and I both just want you to at least have that. If you don't have those others, you at least have outweigh that you can count on for, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes of something that is going to make you not feel alone. It's going to give you that extra boost of encouragement that you need to keep going because 
I know firsthand that living with an eating disorder or any disordered eating behaviors that alter your life, it's exhausting and it can feel lonely and there's a lot of shame. So we're going to get into some of that today. But like I said, we're going to start off with an email from Sarah. She said, hey, I just wanted to thank you for this podcast and it being a safe place for people like myself who are recovering from disordered eating. Throughout the pandemic and the last few years, I unknowingly developed many disordered eating habits and it started to significantly impact my physical health. I've been listening since the beginning and I've learned that this is my absolute safe space to listen, knowing that you won't allow negative body talk, suggestive behaviors that could be harmful to those in recovery, and overall a healthy way to respect and learn about our bodies. I noticed the impact when I listened to an episode of another podcast yesterday and could start picking up disordered discussion because of your podcast. I knew it wasn't healthy to continue to listen, so I skipped that episode altogether. Prior to Outweigh, I probably would have continued listening to pick up on tips and further connect that eating disorder behavior. I'm so, so thankful for the work that y'all do, your friend, Sarah, which Sarah, thank you for sharing that. And that's what we want this to be. Again, a safe place, your encouragement, a place where you're not going to feel any judgment, a place where hopefully you won't get triggered. I say that because sometimes I'm not always perfect and I might say something that might throw someone. That's why I don't ever do episodes alone. Lisa and I weren't able to connect this week. So here we are. It is just me and I don't consider myself to be an expert in any way, shape or form. And I'm going to be sharing things today that are from experts that we know and trust and hopefully will, yes, be that sliver of encouragement that you need as you go into this weekend, this week ahead. And I just want to, you know, make sure y'all know that if, if you're new to the podcast, I'm not the expert. Lisa is the registered dietitian that has an emphasis in eating disorders and it's her passion. And she is just very wise and knowledgeable when it comes to this field. And we have Kat Defada on at times. who's a licensed therapist. We have other experts that come and bring their um amazing wealth of knowledge to us where I feel safe talking with them because I know that if I say anything triggering, they're going to they're going to call me out because I host four things with Amy Brown. And that's a podcast I've done for a few years now, way longer than outweigh. And there is a time in my career where I have said things either on the podcast or on the Bobby Bone show that have been triggering and toxic. And I didn't realize I was spreading disordered topics or encouraging people to engage in disordered behavior or having disordered discussion. Kind of like Sarah said in the email, she was listening to an episode of another podcast and immediately she could start picking up on the disordered talk and she was able to shut it down. Like Taylor Swift said in her documentary or little movie thing that she put out, she sometimes has to change the channel. And that's literally what Sarah did with that podcast is she skipped that episode altogether. She was able to shut it down. She changed the channel before it got into her little head or big head, I guess I should say, and started to impact her day because I used to do that. I would pick up on things from other people, but then I was the person also delivering the things for people to pick up on. And I don't like that that's part of my past, but also I'm thankful for it because I'm thankful for how I've evolved and that there's been growth and that I have proof of that and that we're allowed to change and again, evolve. If you're not evolving, 
you're dead. I had some girlfriends over a couple of weeks ago for my birthday, and that was like our theme of the night. And we were talking about ways where we've grown, and then we would all like say together out loud, if you're not evolving, you're dead. So I just want to give you that quote as well. And everybody evolves in their own time. Eating disorder recovery or disordered behavior recovery, it takes a lot of work. And you are on your own timeline. So don't feel shame. And if you're not where I am now in what I consider to be full recovery, but honestly, I still have thoughts in my brain. Like, I don't know, will I ever be back in the throes of this? I don't know. I hope not. And I'm thankful for the tools that I have in my toolbox that'll hopefully keep me where I am. And I can continue to be an encouragement to each of you and be that that story of hope because I never thought I would be this person. I just thought this was going to be something that I had to live with the rest of my life. And it was daunting and tiring and exhausting and frustrating and sad and depressing and all the things. It was low. On the outside, people probably saw me as high, but in my personal private moments at home, it was very, very, very low and so many feelings of shame, which leads me to the next thing that I'm going to share with you, which is from one of my favorites, Jennifer Rollin. We've had her on the podcast multiple times. We talk about her all the time. I follow her on Instagram. She is just awesome. Now she is an eating disorder therapist and she put up a blog post called Eating Disorders and Feelings of Shame. And I'm just going to read it. Like I said, we don't have an expert on as a guest today, but I'm going to bring the expert to you. And as you're walking, I want you to take in these words. If you're walking or as you're sitting or you're running errands or you're doing things at your house, however you listen to podcasts. I just listen to so many podcasts while I walk that I picture you listening out there right now walking, but you don't even have to be moving while you listen to this at all if you do not feel like doing that at all. But for me, that's something I like to do when I listen to podcasts. So this blog is called Eating Disorders and Feelings of Shame. I shouldn't feel so anxious around food. This shouldn't be so hard. It's my fault that I developed an eating disorder. I'm just such a shallow person. I often see clients struggling with feelings of shame around their eating disorders, thoughts, or behaviors. I've also had clients who express feeling like it was some of their own choices, which led them to develop an eating disorder. The reality is that I've never seen anyone successfully shame themselves into recovery from an eating disorder. Shame actually can cause people to be dishonest, disconnected, and not reach out for support when they need it. The antidote to shame is having the courage to be vulnerable. It's having the strength to reach out to someone and say, actually, I'm not okay. It's also important to practice self-compassion, especially when self-critical or shame-based thoughts start to come up. The following is an example of how you can start to respond to your eating disorder thoughts with more compassionate ones. It can be helpful to picture how you might respond to a friend or a loved one who is struggling. Eating disorder thought. I shouldn't feel so anxious around food. Compassionate response. It's perfectly understandable that I'm feeling anxious around food. I'm in recovery from an eating disorder and this is how mine manifests. How can I take the next pro-recovery action anyways? Eating disorder thought. This shouldn't be so hard. Compassionate response. If recovery were easy, then my therapist and dietitian wouldn't have jobs. Recovery is definitely tough, but it will get easier with time and practice. Eating disorder thought. It's my fault that I developed an eating disorder. Compassionate response. No one would choose to develop an eating disorder. 
They're miserable, the same way that no one would choose to have cancer. However, recovery is a choice that I can keep making in each moment. Eating disorder thought. I'm such a shallow person. Compassionate response. If I were truly shallow, I wouldn't feel so distressed about the fact that I'm fixating on weight. I'm not shallow. I'm someone who is in recovery from an eating disorder. It's perfectly understandable that I'm going to have a tough time with body image as this is one of my symptoms. What can I do to be kind to myself right now? Eating disorder thought. I'm not even sick enough to have an eating disorder. Compassionate response. It doesn't matter what someone weighs, whether they have normal labs or medical complications or how often they use behaviors. Everyone who is struggling with an unhealthy relationship to food and their body is sick enough and deserves to get treatment. It's not your fault that you developed an eating disorder. Eating disorders are mental illnesses that are caused by a combination of biopsychosocial factors. They are not choices. You are not weak or a bad person for struggling. You are someone who is doing the best that you can right now with the coping strategies that you have. Reaching out for help when you are struggling is true courage. It takes incredible strength to say, actually, I'm not okay and I need support. If you are struggling with feelings of shame around your eating disorder, you are not alone. The more that we can speak up about eating disorders, the more we can start to shatter the shame and stigma. Again, that's from Jennifer Rollin. It's a blog post that she put up on her website that's called Eating Disorders and Feelings of Shame. So if any of those feelings of shame resonate with you, then make sure you give yourself the compassionate response. You might need to rewind and listen to some of those or go to jenniferrollin.com, R-O-L-L-I-N, to get this blog so you can print it out, keep it with you, type it into your phone, copy and paste it, put it wherever you can see those compassionate responses. So that way you have a way to combat the feelings of shame. Again, stuff like, I shouldn't feel so anxious around food. This shouldn't be so hard. It's my fault that I developed an eating disorder. I'm just such a shallow person. Those are feelings that can be natural. Shame is normal. There's nothing wrong with you. However, it's what you do with it after you have the thought. And you have a person right here, shout out Jennifer, that has given you a compassionate response to yourself that will help you change the channel, that will help you shut it down. Now I had, again, so much shame with my eating disorder. I said it earlier, like there, you just, it's very lonely. I I would binge and purge. I felt like, oh, why couldn't I just not eat instead of being the person that eats so much and then chooses to, you know, get rid of it and purge it in a way, which purging, you know, might have been an actual like purge type situation, or it might've been going to the gym for hours on end to try to burn all of the calories. So for me, oh, the weight of shame with the binging, I just felt like I had nobody to talk to. For some reason, I felt like if I just didn't eat at all, that would be easier to talk to someone about because, you know, society understood that better. But the more and more people are talking about binging, the less shame I feel about it. And it feels more normal for me to talk about it. So that being said, I want to share a newsletter that I got from Catherine Hansen. She was a major part of my recovery. I've never met her, but I hope that one day I get to tell her thank you for her book, Brain Over Binge, and for her podcast, Brain Over Binge, and for her newsletters that are all about Brain Over Binge. And I feel like since 
I felt so much shame around the binging that I did and I had nobody to talk to and I, it felt hopeless at times and it was so hard to give up the binges and rewire my brain. And I'm thankful that Catherine was part of walking me through that along with Lisa's Fork the Noise program and other tools that I got from other therapy that I have been doing. But I want to read a newsletter that Catherine sent out. Um, so hopefully it'll be encouragement to y'all. And maybe you'll want to go listen to an episode that could help you out if you happen to be someone that is struggling with binging right now. So Catherine wrote, you may feel frustrated that you've reduced your binge eating, but haven't fully eliminated it from your life. So instead of celebrating your progress and making more improvements until the binge eating is gone, you may tell yourself that improvement is not good enough and that you might as well go back to binging more. It's okay to acknowledge that you want binge eating fully gone. Of course you do, because it creates pain in your life. However, Less binge eating means less pain in your life, and that's a step in the right direction. Going from binge eating daily, for example, to binge eating once per week leads to so much extra time, energy, money, and peace of mind. Do not let a transition period of less frequent episodes make you want to return to full-scale binging. Instead, allow your experience of additional freedom make you even more motivated to fully recover. For more motivation, listen to episode 95, Creating Motivation to Stop Binge Eating. Okay, Amy here. That was the end of Catherine's little short newsletter. But episode 95 of the Brain Over Binge podcast is where you can find Creating Motivation to Stop Binge Eating. And I just felt like somebody out there needs to hear that. And I wish I had had Catherine in my life or a podcast like that to listen to 10, 15, 20 years ago. But I didn't. And here we are. And slowly but surely, again, I'm in what I like to consider my recovery. And my hope is that you will all get there too, if that's what you need, or you'll be able to stay there, or you'll feel like you have the support, or you'll find the friends that you can talk to about it, the right community for you. In the meantime, Lisa and I, we want to be that community for you every Saturday throughout Way. And again, we do love hearing from you. Thanks again to Sarah, who sent that nice email that I read at the beginning of this podcast. And we appreciate it so much. It gives us the encouragement too to just keep going and keep putting out content and keep putting out episodes and keep sharing because, you know, one by one, it is making a difference. And I just want each and every one of you listening today to know you are not alone. And if you need support, I hope that you will find a way to ask for it. There is no shame in what you're going through at all whatsoever. If you want to reach out to us, again, the email is hello at outwaypodcast.com. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day and we'll see you again next Saturday. Every family has an origin story one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.